0: Hey, folks, enjoy this free preview of the Pokemon Games Club, a show that we do every week over at Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio. And consider subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier to get episodes of the Pokemon Games Club every week, along with other shows like Call Me By Your Game Co-op and The Bonk Boys by Reactivators. Again, that's Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio. Check it out and enjoy the free
1: Welcome to the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club. Wow, here we are starting our very own journeys into the Pokemon world here at Super NPC Radio. Uh, if you're listening right now, then chances are you're a patron of ours at the $10 DJ Toad tier. And to you, I say thank you very much for your support. Uh, I truly couldn't do this without you. Uh, your support means the world. It allows us to do bigger and better things all the time, every season here at Super NPC Radio. So thank you. And if you're listening in the future on a free feed or in a free uh, or as as if this were released hypothetically as sort of a, a free episode on other podcast feeds. Thank you for listening as well. If you're interested in finding out what we're doing here at Super MPC Radio at the present, you can uh, follow us on social media at. Super NPC radio on both Twitter and Instagram and also if you like us check out our patreon at patreon.com super NPC radio where you're going to find not only a games club at all times but uh, a ton of bonus podcast content from the wonderful shows and the makers here at our network uh I am one of your hosts of this episode uh, uh, Connor, a uh, youngster McKay, but I'm a youngster Pokemon trainer, is how I'm framing myself, but I could not do it alone. And heck, I never would want to. I'm also here with uh, with cue ball trainer Jeremy Schmidt.
0: I choose you, Patreon. Hey, I already like it, pal. I already
1: <laughs> like it. Hello, Connor, um, thanks for having me. You are so gosh darn welcome. Um, I also want to welcome. Uh, a swimmer july diaz
2: is here as well hey the water's uh fine come on in please oh take a dip hmm, hmm we got a charmer in the group july thanks for being here <laughs> thanks for having me
1: absolutely uh we also have waiting in the wings well why isn't it bird keeper nick costanza uh, hello oh.
3: squawk squawk <laughs> that's my bird guy right there nick how you doing pal Oh, I'm so good. I I can't wait to talk about freaking Pokemon.
1: I'm so excited, and I'm so excited to have you here. We are also joined by cool trainer Michael McAller.
4: Yeah, I'm the kind of trainer who smokes cigarettes. Ooh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but you didn't. The, 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 that that uh, that stench you smell in that cool trainer's breath? Yeah, it's Marlboros. Uh, <laughs> McAller, how you doing,
4: pal? I'm doing great. How are you doing, pal?
1: I'm go. I'm golden.
4: I didn't uh, did know if I was going to say pad? pal or buddy. I was like, he just called me pal. I got to do something different, and it came out like pallied or or I almost heard like pad or pud.
1: And I, I heard like pad. Pad. <laughs> I heard
3: pad. I think pad is cool.
2: Pad's pretty good.
1: Pad is uh, it's fantastic. uh And last but not least, we are also joined by bug catcher Tyler Schnupp. Hi, pud. <laughs> oh, let's keep that going for all fourteen episodes. <laughs> uh, Tyler, how you doing, pal?
5: Oh, great! Uh, great to be here with my Weedle.
1: Oh, it sounded like <laughs> a like a computer inserted that because you didn't have an answer, but I love Weedle. it, um, folks. We are here today to begin our uh, over three month long journey playing through the original Pokemon games released for Generation One in uh, the U.S. Uh, and internationally. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. We're going to be covering these in a book club uh, style format. Uh, which e- with each episode covering certain chapters of the game, and this one is going to cover the least amount in the game that we'll talk about. We're going to be doing some table setting on what these games are, Pokémania in general, how it took off, and also get into uh, the beginning of our journeys before we leave for Pallet Town uh, today. Um, and first and foremost, uh, Jeremy Schmidt, um, the 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 Poké waves, the airwaves out there are telling me that Mr. Man's got a segment for us.
0: Oh absolutely uh, well as you can as you many of us remember from the popularized anime of the late 90s and early 2000s they used to uh, uh, have a segment called who's that Pokemon and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be um, adopting that segment here on our show. Uh, this, uh, ideally we'd be pulling from like maybe Pokemon we met in our journey. <laughs> uh, but since this is the first episode, I'm going to pull, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to pull a random one out of a hat here. Uh, and I'll be using in game Pokemon descriptions Oh, glorious. And, letting, and letting you guess from those. Okay. Uh, are we ready for our first, I have a question. Yes do we like buzz in for our answers or how are you doing this uh yeah I I, I I i figure we could just kind of like um oh that's a good question yeah let's let's but let's buzz in well it makes should, sense okay but oh,
4: uh is there any uh, uh prizes we'll be keeping track of points
0: yeah i was thinking about prizes and <laughs> i realized that's Fifteen prizes, I for fifteen episodes of the show. Probably no no prizes, but other than you being the ultimate poke, I guess we could crown a pokey champion at the end. I like so, that of those who get it the most right. Um, okay, and uh, yeah, so uh, and and I guess how we'll call on like the order of who got it first is uh, the the way to buzz in is to uh put it in the chat. So put the name of the Pokemon mm. in the chat. So whoever Ooh, that's good because wait, I know they're Okay. Wait. Yeah. So it's like, you have to kind of be quick that's on fair. the draw there. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's good. I, okay. I mean,
3: I I'm fine with it, but I'm just saying it's an easy solution here. If we buzz in with our own names, that's like how the Pokemon do, you know, they say their own name. That's
0: true. But, but how do I, but if everyone's just saying their own name at the same time, how mm-hmm. do I know? What if you type your own name in the chat? Looks I guess like I, I guess I could do like Harold's suggestion rules where it's like just the one I heard first and because you know this
1: Can you does matter explain what so that much is? on who the winner is I think we should continue to spend a lot of time I think, on figuring we'll out the rules. On, we'll put this. it
0: on the chat. Nick, I like your suggestion and you feel free to say your own name out loud anyway, but it'll yeah, be about it'll be it'll be the chat. Okay. Okay, just, just sorry, sorry cuz yeah. I got
2: lost in in the woods here. Yes, in the forest if you will, the Viridian forest. Mhm. We're typing the Pokemon's
0: name in the chat that we think it yes, is. Yes, the Pokemon's okay, name in the chat. Okay. I have no questions. Okay, great. A mild-mannered Pokemon that does not like to fight. Beware its small horns. Secrete venom. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Okay, hold on. This uh, is fun for the listeners at home. Yeah, <laughs> this is... a uh, Connor definitely won, uh, <laughs> Uh, some people got it very very wrong but some people uh not not too bad not too bad but the correct answer is Connor yes you did guess it it is Nidoran now uh uh bonus points uh if you can guess the gender I I guessed female that's correct the female wow. Nidoran and even triple bonus points if you can guess from what description does that game come from I'll say Pokemon Yellow that's absolutely right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't want to use the red blue ones because it gave away. Uh, uh, it gave away too much of the Pokemon. Yeah. So it, I'll, and be, I, I'll be specifically trying to find the description that like doesn't give as many details.
5: Any points for the cool name I accidentally gave it, which was Nidorad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nidorad is Pretty, good. pretty sick. Pretty cool.
5: And Tyler, I think I want to nickname mine
1: that now that I see. Yeah.
0: It, it also is so funny that like nick costanza put it a rad, but like really that's tyler because several of us are sharing zoom accounts so yeah <laughs> who's to say who really won that section um, jeremy thank you for that that was fun absolutely you're <laughs> that welcome great. that was great there'll be a new one every episode <laughs> I, I, hope I imagine it, they'll get harder as time goes on and there's more of the i hope they do fil- yeah. we filled out they yeah. do get harder yeah um yeah. well jeremy thank you for leading us I into do. that
1: Um, that reminds me, you know, as we've been, as you're getting us into, you know, a fun segment, like just to say that we're not only going to be doing this on the network, uh, doing the games club series that comes out every Friday for you starting on April 21st through, I think July 21st, something like that. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, we are going to be doing supplementary content on the network all year. Some of that's going to live on super NPCs. We're going to be doing a Pokemon anime watch party with the Discord. We're going to be covering the Pokemon, the first movie. Uh, Tyler, I believe we've so- – have we solidified this in a Bonk Boys episode? Yeah, we have. Oh, great. Just making sure because I couldn't remember if we had given the full thumbs up to that. I knew we were doing it in some way. So We are. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting on the, on a good time for it. Killer. Um. So anyway, we're going to be doing a lot of Pokemon stuff just like we did a lot of Super Mario 64 stuff in the previous quarter. Um, what I want to do first, folks, is get into our personal histories with the Pokemon series in general, so I want that one to be a little more brief, but also these games and sort of how we discovered them and our histories with the original series, uh, depending on what that looks like for everybody. I will, um, kick us off. Uh, Pokemon, for me, has been, it's been one of those things that's, like, come and gone throughout my life, uh, I was someone who was introduced in this, uh, you know, a lot. I think every one of us in this on this Zoom was pretty much in that perfect age range for when the series debuted back in the, you know, the US in 1998. Um, and for me, I discovered it uh, through my friend who gets mentioned on every podcast, Eddie Martin. And the way I discovered this was we were at, Uh, Our parents used to sing in the same choir at this church we went to growing up in Modesto, and some of the kids would get brought to choir practice like after school, and we would have nothing to do, so we'd play with each other. And Eddie asked me if I wanted to play Pokemon. Now, he didn't mean the game, which I didn't know what it was at the time. He meant role play. Pokemon. Are there any Pokemon role players out there between the five of you as ah, well? Uh, first,
0: describe it, then so, I'll tell you for sure. And then you'll admit to it. <laughs> yeah. So
1: basically, what we did was we like ran around this gym at this church. Yes, I did playing it, playing Pokemon. <laughs> July's on board, We're, and I I I'm do sorry. have a specific memory of uh, Eddie being like, "All right, I'll be." The trainer Ubi Pidgeotto, and we started running around and playing and i was like oh let's go over here and he said no you can't say anything you just have to say your name <laughs> which truly wasn't him negging me or trying to like make me feel bad it was just living by the rules of the game because pokemon just say their name obviously with a few exceptions uh so that's how i discovered it like absolutely fell in love with the series it was like how we ended up sort of solidifying our friendship it uh i love the games the cards i started with pokemon red i remember going to bonanza book books and comics with my mom as a kid and picking up the little red box with charizard on the cover uh and we're probably going to get many more anecdotes as we go along in the series um but as far as the series goes for me uh i ended up following that up playing generation two i got pokemon silver that's my personal favorite game in the series uh and then I didn't, I fell off. It became not cool when I was that age. And then I got back in at Diamond and Pearl, fell off again, got back in at X and Y when it was brought to the 3DS, fell off, got back in at Sword and Shield. Didn't like that game at all. So I stopped playing it. <laughs> and uh now it's something that I'll mostly play the retro games or interact with the supplementary stuff like Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium. Um, yeah. I mean, I could talk about my personal history with it uh for a while and how I got into it, but now it's mostly just like a nostalgia trip every few years, and I've really made a habit out of making people play this with me every so often. Um, in high school, this is the last big anecdote I'll share before we move on to somebody else. But in high school, at, our, at, at the end of senior year, I got I think like 16 people in my senior class to all replay their old copies of Pokemon and do a Pokemon tournament at the end of it. By bringing our Pokemon to Pokemon Stadium. And while we never ended up doing the tournament, I did have like 16, 18-year-old boys over to my house where we all started our journeys together. And I just love doing that sort of thing. So I'm re- honestly really excited that we're all doing this today because it's bringing back a lot of fun memories. Um, that's uh, that's it for me. A lot of these anecdotes are going to keep coming up. I have so much to share throughout the next uh, few months. But Jeremy, what's your history with the series, and how did you come to play these or- these original games? And did you ever?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think like a lot of people in a lot of kids in the late nineties, like I, Pokemon kind of came out, and it was like a huge obsession for me. Um, so I, I actually started to put a timeline together of Ooh. like what what was you know, and and for kind of myself and my own like like internal history of like, because in my mind, it felt like I, I was like obsessed with Pokemon for five years straight and just collecting everything nonstop for it. Um, Turns out that's not the case. Uh, So Pokemon is released in the US in September of 1998. Uh, I probably don't get it till that Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. I am so hardcore obsessed with Pokemon uh Gen 1. I'm collecting the cards, I am um watching the anime, I am uh, you know, uh get toys. I have, I have the McDonald's toys. Thank oh. you. Yeah, that was the other that was the other big a big part of it. And uh um basically like you know, trading with my friends. Thank you for bringing up church, Connor, because I also have a little church anecdote. You're welcome. I, I, I was, get thanked for I, that enough. <laughs> I was 11 years old at youth group and wearing Jinko jeans, which were hot at the time. <laughs> and uh, I have this very vivid memory of me, like for whatever reason, bringing my entire collection of Pokemon cards, like a stack, in my pocket. Oh my! Like in goodness. my Jinko pocket, which fit. But. uh, <laughs> But then I was like, and I, I, I don't know why I did that. I guess I was just hoping someone would ask me if I had Pokemon cards or something. Uh, do I have them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had no friends at the time. Cause I had just moved to Texas from California. I was at this new church and I remember I was like running to catch a football and they spilled out of my jeans and they went no. all over the auditorium floor and right. And I'm as I'm, scrambling to pick up all these Pokemon cards. (laughs) All these girls are just watching me do this. And I... I, They're all fanning themselves because it's so hot. Yeah, I would have been less embarrassed if they all saw my penis. That's how this story ends. (laughs) I kind of would have rather them all just see me butt-ass naked as opposed to spilling an entire collection of Pokemon cards on the floor. Uh, Traumatic memory that I'll never forget. Uh, I'm basically out of... Pokemon. So I'm done with Pokemon. By the time the first movie hits theaters, whoa!
5: Wow, well, that was that a
0: one year. That is all of my Pokemon fandom, like at its complete heights. Uh, I I saw the movie and was a and and like was excited to see it. But I remember thinking that my I wasn't as into it anymore when the yeah. first movie came out, and I never got Silver and Gold on Game Boy. Is which, this?
5: And sorry, the reason you d- you got out of it was because you were so attracted to women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I, b- I by the end of that first year of playing Pokemon, I had all 151. I was done with the game, and like I see, and I I even remember being on the internet looking at screenshots of the sprites that were going to come out for Silver and Gold, mm-hmm. feverishly, you know, wanting them so much, and then just. Yeah, that but that game comes out in late '99 in the U.S. and I'm out. I heard uh,
2: your first girlfriend said it was a deal breaker and to give up on the Pokemon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did have my first girlfriend was wet during that year at some point, but I I. If I had to guess, she was not at church that day that they all spilled out of my pants. So. Misty she doesn't
5: count. Misty doesn't count.
0: Okay, does Officer Jenny? <laughs> yes,
3: oh, that's my dream girl. I can't wait <laughs> to talk A-Cab about the does anime. does not include... Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jenny.
0: Officer Jenny.
3: Officer Jenny is the sexiest voice of any character in fiction.
0: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> oh, oh. Just the first, Just the first voice actor.
0: That's okay. I, I guess I could get behind I that. I can't wait to figure <laughs> out why that clarification is. <laughs> happened
1: uh jeremy was that it for That's your it. sort of That's personal it. history okay and and you've i mean you've recently even played a few of the games like you played all the way through scarlet and violet you
0: got into arceus i played through sword and shield arceus scarlet and violet and uh played through x and y uh i i, I feel like pokemon kind of comes in like these like you said ripple effects of just like you know every like four generations or so i'll like really get into one yeah um and uh you know they've been put i guess they've always kind of put them out around the holidays which is actually really smart because i'm usually just like boredly playing a game around the holidays and it's usually a pokemon now so like um like i don't even really count sword and shield or like scarlet and violet as like as like some of my favorite pokemon Mm -hmm. experiences they just were experiences i had but i but i but yeah i mean and we'll get into that as we go but like My mileage does vary with these games. Like some of them, I'm a huge fan of. Some of them, I just could care less. So, huh?
1: Yeah, I feel feel similarly. Um, July. How about you? What's your history with the
2: series, and how'd you get into these first games? Sure, I I found out about the series through the anime first, I think. Oh, and I was a huge fan of it. Just um, love tuning in every week and watching. My buds Ty, Matt, Sora, Izzy, Mimi, Joe, and TK hang out. Wait, are these people? Say Sora, is that, is, that, is that a Kingdom of Hearts real, real friends? friends?
0: <laughs> these are these your real?
2: Yes, these were my real friends. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Riku, <laughs>
0: Cloud.
2: No, no, no. Waka. Ty, Matt, Sora, Izzy, Mimi, Joe, and TK.
0: Are these, these Yu-Gi-Oh sort of, people? And we would sort of hang
2: out and, um, you know, we eventually found these sort of uh, digital monsters of yeah, sorts. Right. No, yeah. this is Digimon. That's
3: okay, what is. July. Okay. Um, I gotta.
5: We gotta do a Digimon pod. I. I don't think there are any out there.
0: That's the oh. thing. Is like, I'm such a Pokemon loyalist that like, when Digimon came out, I was like offended on its behalf. I was like, how dare you? You it's don't like that, stuff. Yeah. You don't like that their monsters
2: all end with mon, Agumon, Gabumon, Bioman, Angelmon.
3: Makes it, makes it really easy to remember all their names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so July,
2: no. um, as you were. Yeah, so the anime got me into it. Um I I think you know what? I think it was a trading card game, actually. That that sort I sort of started started to see that first, the artwork on mm. on those, and that kind of intrigued me. And I was like,
3: what is this dark magician? You know what I mean? July's like the Joker, just we're getting all different backstories.
0: Oh, right, yeah. Do you want
3: to
2: know, I know how see, I
0: got this, Squirtle?
2: <laughs> I did see that Fat Pikachu trading card first. I think that was the first thing I saw. And I started collecting those, and I still have, like, a binder full of all the Pokemon cards I've collected around oh, that. Oh. The, the first the first 151 Pokemon era, that was, like, I was all in, and then, I of course, I got, I believe I got Pokemon Red, and then I got silver and silver was like my that was my favorite game. And I think I kind of fell off for a long time, even though I knew friends of mine like uh Sora and, and TK and whatnot. Goofy. Who would uh goofy <laughs>
0: um Maleficent uh, he... <laughs> July, did you, can I ask you a question about the cards? Did you I'm ever not have done. A... not done oh, not okay done. okay? Go ahead. Did you ever have a Charizard? Yeah, I, ha- I, had, that, I had. That was my white whale. I I never could find one. Well, Red Dragon, uh, not white whale.
2: Uh, so I had I had a Charizard. White Dragon is
3: actually Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh.
2: It's Blue Eyes White Dragon.
3: Oh,
2: who's actually? I think that's the sexiest anime voice for me. <laughs>
3: okay. Uh, okay, I make the different.
2: Um. And I, I don't think I got back into it until maybe Soul Silver because I had Ooh. such nostalgia for that, that that kind of brought me back in. And then I went backward. I, I was all in on that. I started scouring some uh message boards because I think in that game and maybe the previous like DS era games, you're able to connect online and use like um. Nintendo codes to trade and also do like world trades and and that kind of stuff. So I I got really into like the shiny, finding Mm. all the shiny Pokemon and then like all these specific event legendary Pokemon, like your Jirachis and whatnot. Um, So. Yeah, so after that, I was all in again, and then I kind of fell off again. Until like sun and moon. But then I skipped Ultra Sun and Moon. I always like do every generation now. Like I'll I'll skip a generation and I'll come back in. I'll Mm. skip generation. Yeah. But uh yeah, I I love I love these guys. I saw the first movie opening night. I got a Mewtwo trading card. Ooh. Going to to that. That like uh or Mew trading card. Oh yeah,
1: it
5: was Mew. It was like the ancient Ancient Mew Mew. That thing goes for a lot of money. We looked it up on reactivators.
0: I still got that in my binder too, yeah. Can I have it? Sure. I'll trade you uh, for your binder. Uh, what? Trade what? <laughs> One of these. Oh, and for
5: the listener, Jeremy held up a Digimon toy.
0: <laughs>
5: May as well have uh, with what he actually did. Um, well, how
3: uh, Nick Costanza, let's hear from you, pal. Yes, I have a storied history with this franchise. In a way, it's, sort of directly succeeds my Mario story with, I I had played Super Mario World, Mario 64. It was like, that was a gaming revelation. And then Pokemon was too. I'm trying to think about the history of it because I think I probably learned about Pokemon through the anime, much like July. I remember Mm -hmm. going to um, a babysitter's house in kindergarten and her kids would watch it, and I would kind of watch it too. I have a, a like a, a vivid memory of the episode where um, Pikachu uh, stops Electabuzz and Scissor from fighting by spraying ketchup in their eyes, um, which I would tell people for years after, and no one believed me that that episode existed. <laughs> uh, and then I know that I went as pikachu for halloween one year oh yeah so i guess i did do my own little pokemon role playing
5: right i think you're (laughs) confusing that with a banana i think you were in a banana costume nick
3: uh no that was a couple years later (laughs) okay um my friend jack had pokemon red on his game boy and he had um like a handheld pokedex uh toy and you could press buttons on it and it would tell you all the different Pokemon. I thought that was so cool. Um, But Pokemon Yellow was the game that I got first. And it was something I didn't know I wanted until I got it. I, I distinctly remember opening the package. My mom had gone to Trader uh, Trader Joe's she'd gone to Toys R Us oh, Trader Joe's has really fallen off right it's I you're thinking of bananas Nick she went to Trader Joe's <laughs> and she put some bananas in my hand <laughs> and I said this is yellow like Pikachu uh, no she she got the Toys R Us Game Boy Color bundle that was <gasps> the Pikachu Game Oh, and, mm. and so this is a uh, yellow on the front blue on the back and then Around the uh red light indicator. It's a pokeball, but it also has um I think Pikachu and Togepi on it, which I was like Togepi. Oh, know yeah. what this I'm thing looking is. at it now. Yeah, uh pretty sick. So I opened that, I had that game, and uh I mentioned before this was for preparation to a trip to Japan where um my uncle was marrying my aunt. Um, and I looked up the timeline that was August 28th, 1999, when they got married, which was two days after my sixth birthday. Whoa. So I think mm-hmm. I got that Game Boy for my birthday. And we went to that trip. I played it. Uh, We'll talk more about my actual history with the game because I have like every part of this game I have a memory for. <laughs> um, Dude, yes. Um. And uh, I remember it being really challenging <laughs> but loving it and then um, for me where my Pokemon fandom really kicked off was the next games. It was Gold and Silver where opening Pokemon Gold on Christmas morning uh, it that was the best Christmas gift I ever got in my life. It was like exactly what I wanted and uh, that was wow. all I wanted to do. And you
2: once got a car with the big bow on it for Christmas. <laughs> a
3: Lamborghini.
0: <laughs> yeah, the wow. best gift I ever got was the love of my friends and family on during the holiday season. So the but one Jeremy's gift I got Oliver was twist to be
2: clear. <laughs> yeah, the one gift I got was uh, Scrooge telling me I can go see my family for Christmas.
0: Yeah. Guys, I'll you know rep- what? You know what Oliver Twist's favorite my Christmas boss gift is. You know what hmm. Oliver Twist's favorite gift is for Christmas? Some, us. some
1: more.
3: <laughs>
1: nice s'mores. Uh, Nick, do you keep up with the series now?
3: No. Um. <laughs> I'll. I got a couple other uh pieces of my history. One is the movie, just because other people have mentioned it. Um, I did watch that in the theater. I loved it. And then one time. I remember making my parents watch it for a family movie night. And it was the first time I ever remember being embarrassed by showing someone something, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a feeling not, not fully replicated until I tried to show my mom, Mike Berbiglia's don't think twice. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. So
0: hard, Nick.
5: Um, I,
3: yes. Go ahead.
5: I have a, a question and this is for the Nick heads out there. You mentioned your uncle. was your uncle's wedding. We got to know. Is this the insurrectionist uncle?
3: (laughs) No. Oh, Oh, okay. It would have been crazy though, right? It would have been crazy. I'll shout out this uncle, David Shawl. He's a biology professor at Western Washington University. Um, He married my aunt, Mieko, who um, was from Japan. And they got married in Japan. And then they had a wedding reception in uh in my backyard my childhood home um which is on a big hill wow. uh so the last couple of things of my pokemon history are that oh that's very nice <laughs> sorry no nice. you know what you guys can cut that actually uh <laughs> <laughs> done um, done i'll cut it <laughs> in 2003 the third generation came out the game boy Advance generation uh mm. ruby sapphire and eventually emerald um Jack and I still played those. I have another memory of being in uh, Las Vegas, staying at the Excalibur Hotel and playing those games together. Um, and uh, then I kind of dropped off. There was a couple years where I was Pokemon free until uh, my friend David Brinkman came up to me in middle school. And I look going to hey. the
2: clinic and get being told I'm Pokemon free.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's hard
0: to test for, but... Once Sometimes got you get it, false it, negatives yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Um, well, I've tested positive, <laughs> wanting to play Pokemon. Yeah. Pro.
0: Yeah. Symptoms include no dates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I the cure had... is to
3: take
4: antidote. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Good. McCaller's learning.
4: Yeah. McCaller's
5: wow, back. Baby. Wow. He's learning. Ooh. So you're with
3: you're with David, and he says, "Hey, have you heard about me?" this new pokemon game and uh i hadn't i had not heard about pearl or diamond that was how Mm. disconnected i was and this guy was a kind of a jock um so it's like just jocks care about pokemon um (laughs) but i bought it and i played pokemon pearl uh in Kenya, uh, where I went with my mom for a trip in middle school. Wow. Um, oh. That's where the insurrectionists got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there
5: you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: and then I dropped off again until Soul Silver and Heart Gold. I played those because I, they were just like, I, I had a DS and I loved those games so much, like uh, everybody else, that I had to get them. And then I would play the games intermittently the pokemon stadium ones the peripherals and um i got x and y and uh the remake of ruby and sapphire whichever one that was that was like the last pokemon game i liked where they added stuff to the world they added an extended ending And then the rest of the time, I've just been playing them less and less. I did beat Sword and Shield reluctantly, but I skipped Scarlet and Violet because I really do not like uh, the direction this franchise has taken.
1: Cool. Dude, thank you so much for sharing. I love how extensive that was. What Do you still have your copy of the uh, Ruby and Sapphire remakes? And if so, which one?
3: It was Omega Ruby. (gasps) Yeah, that's the one I got too.
1: I think maybe someday we don't have to do this for a games club, but I'd love an excuse to play through those because I have Sapphire and barely touched it. So just throwing it out there, uh, putting a pin in that. Um, Tyler, Schnupp,
5: Yes. I believe it's your turn, my guy. Mm -hmm. Picture me, a child of divorce. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I first learned about Pokemon through a VHS. There was a VHS sent to my house. In Lakewood, called my mom's house. Sorry, child of dwarves.
2: That was close. Um, <laughs> the packaging said, "Please dispose after watching." Yes, yeah. if you,
5: if if you live with only your mother, um, uh, they, they, they they sent it to my mom's house. It is a VHS that explains all of Pokemon. It explained this is before anything had come out, so it was before. Uh it explains the anime, it explains the card game, oh. it explains the um Is
3: there, there like the... a teacher figure well, in this? Yeah, this, told it's... Me it's like a naked old man. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh Connor he shot handheld and he addresses a
2: boy named Tyler.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said
2: he's he said he's this guy Nick's uncle.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he said on January 6th, 2021. <laughs> You're going to remember this face. Um, <laughs> um, so you oh, Connor way back then.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, I've never seen
4: Tyler lose it.
0: So.
5: <laughs> it's, I, I'm glad I got to bring up Nick's insurrectionist. Don't go into this episode. I'm sorry. Um, well, it's okay. you all got one, Nick. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor, who you're thinking of is... One out of uh, every
0: six people is an insurrectionist. <laughs> One that's out of six. I'm, that's hmm. not all I'm going to say.
5: Makes you think. A little Chris
4: Rock bit where he was like, <laughs> everybody's got an insurrectionist uncle. You're yeah, yeah. thinking
5: about him right now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, Connor, who you're thinking of is Ash's Aunt Hillary. Um, That is who narrates most of this VHS. Okay. His like fake aunt. she goes, I'm his Aunt Hillary. I'm so proud of my nephew Ash. And then at the beginning of this video, she mispronounces Pokemon. She says, oh, he's a Pokemon trainer.
0: And awesome.
5: um, later in the in the VHS, she she says Pokemon correctly. So they clearly were like, it's actually Pokemon. But they didn't go back and recorrect. <laughs> they didn't do another take. It's very funny. You, you can find YouTube videos of this. Wow. And before I got the game, this I just remembered as we were doing the pod. The KFC had um plushies, they had um, do you remember this? This is like I feel like this is right when the games came out or right mm-hmm. before. Um, and I got a Dratini, oh, and I was like, I don't know what the hell this thing is, but I love it. Um, I had the Dratini, and then famously, my mom uh made me keep my Game Boy at her house, and uh. <laughs> That
0: doesn't make sense. It's portable. That's
5: what I'm saying. Right. My mom still does that shit with my uh, my 13 year. I have a 13 year old brother. Um, uh, she still does that shit with him. Married? Unfortunately, not Michael.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad as I was asking
5: it. <laughs> um. Uh, so she still does this. She makes him keep his DS there anyways. Um, Mm. uh, but she did that. My dad got me blue version because this came out in September, which is around my damn birthday. (gasps) Already had a game boy. This guy got me a blue version. I had to sit there a whole weekend with my dad being like, thank you so much for this present. I wish I wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was home at my mom's house playing this on the game boy. I bet you like read that manual a thousand times that weekend. I certainly did. I was going nuts with that thing. I was like, "Can you imagine what this is going to be like?" A pro- probably a no. There you go.
0: Look at that thing. That's Whoa, cool. It's journal. cool that you have that.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, now, Connor
0: set it on fire on the podcast. <laughs> yes, <like> we discussed. <laughs> Fair's fair. We don't have that. Mm, um, the rules. anything we don't have as a collective, we burn.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I got real into that. It was it was it was everybody at school had it. Uh, We everybody played it at school. I was, you know, beat it pretty quick, beat yellow version. Got that, I think, for Christmas, which I was kind of disappointed was like, oh, it's the same game. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember being kind of disappointed, Uh, was into it up until the movie um watched the movie did all that and then for whatever reason i was out after that as well uh similar to jeremy and didn't get back into it till i was 25 and my mom got two copies she got a uh, sun and moon she said uh for you know for my little brother who was very young at the time and she goes oh i um accidentally got an extra copy can you believe that because she knew I had a 3DS and I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. She wants me to, <laughs> she, she wants me to play with my little brother. Mm-hmm. And a uh, little, did she know that I would be hooked and mm. I <laughs> completed the Pokedex. I, and I've be, Ooh. I've played, I've played every Pokemon game that's come out since. So mm. did she make you keep your 3DS at her house?
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Unfortunately, yes.
0: Uh- <laughs> wow. That's and it so kind of makes me upset to know that that, Sun and Moon game is actually, at this point, what like six or seven years old now. Yeah. Like Close. I remember and when that came yeah. out. Like I remember talking with Matt yeah, Apodaca at UCB Franklin about Sun and Moon. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, yeah. I want to feel old.
2: It's uh, an old game. Okay. Uh, Tyler. Yes.
0: Uh,
1: thank you for sharing. That was great. Um, I know we're, we're gonna have a lot more from you it's also even just hearing from you I'm like wow we have like a really interesting swath of like different Pokemon experiences through our lifetime like you're a uh, played the first got back in late
5: and now we're yeah. In. And then here's the other thing. I mean, I was full on in, I I believe I I had the. I told you I had the um, Pokemon CD that you can also hear on YouTube where it's an insane, these just crazy songs to be a master, to be, to be the number
3: two letter B a master. You said that was Pokemon CD. Yeah. Pokemon CD is nuts. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay hey, just right. you know,
3: um everyone laughed at that if they yeah. edited it out wanna wanna feel old
2: <laughs> cd no. yeah,
3: yeah cd true. is old that's good yeah
5: that's true cd's old um but i sent you some tracks and they're pretty if anybody wants to go back
2: and listen to that it's it's it completely nuts mm-hmm. um i saved the bit nick with my terrible joke they can't oh, cut it out
3: now it wasn't it was never ruined it was great
0: well i I think we have the most interesting of pokemon stories yet to come perhaps
2: after this break
0: well no we're not taking a break
2: but
1: we are gonna hit to michael mcculler yes
0: exactly what i was referencing yeah Uh, sorry you do you go ahead sorry
1: do you have a history with the pokemon
4: series and if so what no history at all. Yeah. You guys are all nostalgic little cuties. You got your little stories. Not me. Not me. I've um my little sister got the yellow Pikachu Game Boy. I played it for maybe 10 minutes. I developed a very specific tick that carried over to this playthrough of this game. But um yeah, haven't touched a Pokemon game. Bought a couple of them. I bought, I think X and I bought Arceus and tried Ooh. to get into it. Can't do it couldn't get over it i did have a job for a long time writing for a website that was kind of about like like video games and and like uh that kind of shit for like 12 to 14 year olds so i wrote about pokemon a lot but oh, I didn't. Wow. it was all a facade it was all research mm-hmm. and finding specifics uh-huh. yeah. that didn't work so
0: you were the I New York Times writing about the Mario movie.
4: Very much so. Yeah, <laughs> gave it no bad fucking scores. clue
0: what the, <laughs> any of this means.
4: <laughs> My editor kept. I kept writing like. I remember when like Sun and Moon got announced. I wrote an article about how it was like one of the signs of the apocalypse, and wrote a, a, a horrifying <laughs> article about it, and then had like a very funny like headline of something like the. Uh, the the pokemon look into the wind and what they saw chilled their bones sun and moon announced and then my ma- uh, my editor changed it to uh uh Honan confirmed or something like <laughs> one of the fucking seo <laughs> bullshit pokemon titles it's <laughs> wow um but yeah i'm here to be kind of like a, a voice of reason i don't have nostalgia i don't Thank have rose colored glasses I'm going to tell you what this game is and is not.
1: We need that. We need rights. I'm also, I'm so excited to hear that because there's going to be so much stuff that you bump up against in this game that are going to be fun revelations. And then also wait, why is this thing doing not what it says it should Uh do? Because the programming and this, this original, the original three games is a mess. Um, Yeah. But it leads to a lot of like fun and fascination. So McCuller,
4: that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be fresh eyes. I got fresh eyes for you.
5: That's good, because nostalgia can be a sickness sometimes.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, One might argue we've developed an entire network out of a sickness. That's pretty much
1: much it. Uh, Well, so now that we've got all of our personal sort of like histories with the game and series out of the way, we're going to do some very brief table setting on just the development of this series, because I think everybody knows what it is. Um, but I want to just talk briefly about what it is. And then we'll finally touch on our Pallet Town experiences in the actual games we're playing so that we can move on uh, to, uh, to, you know, we'll close this one out. And then listeners next Friday, you'll get another episode. Um, fellas, feel free at any time if you have something important to interject, please do on the development. Otherwise, I kind of do want to uh, speed through. Um, so here I go. Uh, Pokemon was, uh, was originally, uh, the concept was designed and, and, and developed by a person named Satoshi Tajiri. Uh, he originally pitched the concept of Pokemon to Nintendo staff in 1990 and was met with skepticism, uh, so much to the point where he ended up pitching this around to different video game companies for years before there was any actual interest. Eventually, uh, Sajiro Miyamoto, you know, Mr. Nintendo himself, saw great potential in the idea and convinced the company to go ahead with the project. Um, Just in case uh, anybody doesn't know it out there, the initial concept for Pokemon, it's really interesting to me. It's a lot like Miyamoto's uh, genesis for the Zelda series that came from him exploring caves in his childhood and going on imaginary adventures. Tajiri uh, would, uh, would, like, got the idea for Pokemon— because he would, uh, you know, ex- explore outside in his home and became a bit of a bug catcher himself. And the idea uh, stemmed not only from, you know, him uh, going out and like catching bugs and observing insects and, and animals. Um, but there was a lot of heavy inspiration from the uh, urbanization taking place in the town where he lived um, and where the insect population began to decline. Um uh, Tajiri uh, noticed that at the time kids now played in their homes instead of outside. Uh, sounds like a very much a boomer observation, which is just the just the way things are. Um, but uh, and he came up with the idea of a video game. Um, originally, the series and there's so much more information you can get about this. I'm sort of blazing through it. Uh, was developed as a capsule monsters, um, kind of reminiscent of like Capsule Corp, honestly, from Dragon Ball Z. I know we got some DBZ heads here on this episode it is um uh, but uh long story short is that eventually got the green light from Nintendo and Miyamoto sort of uh treated Tajiri as one of his many mentees and the series finally came to be initially as Pokemon red and green it's kind of the I don't know Jeremy you tell me it, it really reminds me of the Doki Doki panic of it all mm-hmm. um that it's like oh did you know this
0: Oh yeah, that's like a big one. And then they like capitalize it on it later for like the GBA yes, uh, they do. remakes or whatever. But yeah, that was always a big th- that was always a big thing. Like, you know, I, and I'm sure we'll get into this during the program, but like so many schoolyard rumors spread about this game in so many different directions. But well, I remember a big one being like what is included in Pokemon Green in Japan and then oh, yeah. kids just making shit up like, you know. Yes. I mean, yeah. that was it was a kind of the, it was a definite
1: golden era for that sort of uh like, uh, I guess, fertile ground for rumors, speculation. Yeah. And these games were perfect for it because not only was there so much in them, but they were, as we talked about, the bugginess of them were so buggy that people would discover things by accident that they would just uh, that weren't intentional by the games. Right. But create a Do- lot of excitement.
0: Do we know like green and blue they're basically the same? Is that is that Actually, true? it's or-
1: it's not. So the original games were Pokemon Red and Green as, as as I was saying, but when Pokemon Blue came out, that was a brand new game in Japan 2 years later, and then the original release of Pokemon Red and Blue outside of there were basically Pokemon Blue in Japan. It's just turned into Red and
3: Blue. The sprites are different from red the original red and green to the red and blue so the north american red is not the same as the japanese red Right. right um i have a story about this uh from my trip to japan which is that even though yellow was the first i got i did i got red later and played that like crazy but i knew about it i knew that the three were yellow red and blue and I was in Tokyo walking around with my mom and I saw Pokemon green in a store <laughs> and I begged her to let me get it. And she wouldn't. <laughs> mm. And she, and her logic was, you don't speak Japanese. You can't, can't even read it, read it Nick. <laughs> and I was like, please, I know that this did is. you get a on big both deal. knees and beg? I did. Man. And that didn't do it no um but the other thing uh <laughs> from japan well, it's top of mind um i bought Please. a pack of pokemon cards there Ooh. and in that pack was steelix oh. and th- this was 1999 before uh oh. gold and silver came out wow. so i had this wow. card in japanese with a pokemon i didn't know what it was And I felt like I returned to America with hidden knowledge.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. It should be known too that. Or I guess we should note that like the internet is like kind of still in it in its infancy. Yeah. Is how we kind of know it today. And like, like I would be on message boards and forums and stuff like trying to like look at new Pokemon sprites, uh, you know, during through 1999, but um like if this was to happen today we would just know everything <laughs> like yes. everything would just yeah. it would be on Kotaku front page <laughs> like and would Steelix be like, announced <laughs> it would be like a simultaneous
1: international release almost guaranteed right. where this was 2 years between the release of red and green in Japan in 96 and then red and blue internationally yeah. um in 1998 so yeah, Pokémon Yellow would eventually come out, which again, we're going to be cut. This is part of our series cuz it's Gen 1 would come out in 1999. Um, so wanna feel old. You yeah. want to feel old? Feel uh, old. N- again, no. Don't take my youth from me, but um that's that's really all I have as it's far as the table year. setting goes. Uh it this game functions as a as an RPG. It's a turn-based JRPG essentially, but it's yeah. a monster catching game, so um, you are catching different monsters as we know and using them as your party to however however you want to really um, but that's really it that I have for the table setting folks did you have any other table setting anybody here before we finally break into our adventure uh, in pallet town
0: yeah I do one last thing um, basically like and I did forget to say this in my like this is like why I was also so insatiable with Pokemon like why I wanted, wanted it so bad and like couldn't get enough like pokemon is a new kind of video game when it comes out like that that can't be understated enough like uh in the same way that like you you imagine like the very first mario game is even not even a new kind of game because we've had side scrolling adventure games before like pokemon is a whole new kind of experience that we just have never seen uh those types of games seem to catch on like either they die on their uh, on their feet or they catch on like wildfires. Like, uh, you know, in the same way that like, you know, Dark Souls is like a modern example of that. Just like a different thing altogether. You've never played something like this yeah. before. Yeah. It would
1: have been like the first like sort of, I guess, Tony Hawk game, like extreme sports oh, game sort of sure. thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, Tony Hawk, like the idea of like combining like the rhythm game with the sports game yeah. with like this attitude or something like that. But Pokemon is like, yeah, it, it had so much built into its DNA that looking back, you're it, it seems almost like it was developed in a lab by, by uh, the guy from Mad Men or something. It was like, <laughs> it was like we're gonna let you collect things. They're gonna be super cute, but some of them are gonna be badass. So we actually like have broadened out our age range that people are gonna enjoy this for. We're gonna connect it to McDonald's toys and an anime and like a cart, like. It was just, it's just like, it was like, I don't know. You think about companies like Disney, right? And like, uh, I mean, now Nintendo very much feels to me like a Disney Love type Disney. of company, but they didn't always. And they definitely didn't back in the late 90s. Nintendo very much felt like they were figuring it out. In fact, the Nintendo 64 was like a huge failure for them in a lot of ways. Pokemon was the property that kept them afloat for these yep. these trying years and definitely through the odds because as soon as the GameCube came out, it was like, nope that's not working either it's it was their handhelds and a lot of that you know comes down to pokemon so um yeah i guess i I, you know when i was playing it today or yesterday i was like thinking about that i was just like wow you know what i
2: just thought of with your disney comparison mickey mouse yeah well yeah goofy but also mickey mouse he's a mouse right Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. in the name pikachu it's a mouse in the name both it's in the name it's the both are the big mascots for yeah for each other's properties it's it they're the Mascots. yeah
0: it's true yeah and like, and, an honor. And, and, and like that's another and like we just don't have enough time but like because i guess this 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 games club is is about the games it's about gen one red blue and yellow right it's not about pokemon as a ip yes but, like, absolutely the whole thing with Pikachu is absolutely Pika, Pika. crazy, fascinating. That thing was never supposed to be the icon for Pokemon. Its original sprite is hilariously chubby. Uh, mm-hmm. They do a complete redesign. They connect it to the anime in this crazy way, and that like they made it Hollywood. Yeah, thing. yeah. They gave Pikachu an eating disorder.
3: Gave him it a cute uh, rat. It really comes into yeah. its own. <laughs> Looking yeah. But
0: Blaine's it's it's, it's crazy.
3: Yeah. Uh, Pikachu's barely in it and hard to find in yeah. it too. I could easily mm. have missed it. Um, and uh, then all of a sudden it's so popular that Yellow is designed around that Pokemon in the anime. It
5: was um, easy for me to catch, by the way.
3: <laughs> and uh, Really? Also, it has been the same voice actor, a woman, uh, since the anime. Alright, easy. <laughs> does easy. does the voice... Bird. In the game. Yeah. 5% oh, yeah, chance yellow. of
0: catching Pikachu in one area of Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's basically like Interesting. I found battles. one right away. I mean, we'll get yeah. to
1: that because that section's coming up next episode, <laughs> yeah. but it's essentially, what? yeah, like, tw- it takes 20 battles to theoretically run into one. Yeah. I uh, need one- you
4: guys to tell me where this is. Okay, we I will. Be pissed when we I get, there. get there. Ne- um, next episode,
0: though, yeah. But, but, yeah, anyways, I think that could, that for me really... Does a good job of like closing out sort of just like not just the like the how this game was developed, but also like what it was and what it meant at the time and kind of like, you know. Um
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's kick off our journey. Why don't we, fellas? Uh, and let's get into uh the games. Uh what I wanna begin with first, uh, and we're gonna kind of zip through this because we're really only touching on our adventure in pallet town here is, uh, what versions we're playing, uh, and which I get, I guess we can get to when we talk about, um, uh, the, like what Pokemon we select as well. But, um, what I want to start with first is just getting into, into pallet town and the way actually turning on the game itself. And I don't, I probably have a sickness, but truly just first turning on the game, seeing the game freak logo, and then the initial battle, you know, if you're playing Red and Blue, between Gengar and then a Nidor, uh, I think it's a Nidorino yeah. or or a Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff, remains just iconic to me. I don't know if anyone had anything to say about that. It's just, it's, I love it.
3: It's iconic. It was so iconic that that is the first shot of the anime as well. Yeah.
1: Yes. And they mm-hmm. begin it like you're watching a Game Boy screen. It might even say Game Boy on the screen and then it just morphs into the into that first fight of Nidorino versus Gengar in some yeah. big Pokemon battle.
0: I think that Nidorino is Pokemon Red and and Jigglypuff is Pokemon Blue, which is like yes. um mm. is it is it true that Poke that Pokemon Blue is is at all easier than Pokemon Red? That one is easier than the other? Somebody said that one time and it really stuck with me, but Huh. That, thing- that seems to that seems to also conclude that as well that like this is the Jigglypuff version this is the Nidorino version. Huh.
3: The only thing that would make it easier is if you're going off the cover on which starter Pokemon to choose. Then Squirtle makes yeah. the first gym incredibly easy, whereas Charmander is the hardest, but still not that right. hard. Right. right um. Right. I I wanted to say, uh, and I had such a good point here that I'm not turning
1: gonna on the game. Get.
3: Oh, um... Officer Jenny, was this Mickey someone? Mouse? Pokemon Red uh, is considered the canon game. You guys know about oh, that? Oh, how so? Um, I do not know that. No, what are you talking about? Because when we get to the default name screen, Red is the name uh, that's pre-selected for you if you're mm. playing Red, whereas Blue becomes the rival. And then they canonized that in Gold and Silver when you return to Kanto, blue is mm. the name of the rival running the gym, and red right. is the trainer who's won the
2: championship.
3: Right.
0: And, and imagine my disappointment when I turn on my new save of Pokemon Yellow and it defaults to his name being Yellow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. So it's I think it's in red, in Yellow, it's like red slash yellow, Ash, or Jack are like your three yes. options.
3: And then in yeah. blue, it's blue, Gary, and John, which also leads to the canonization for me because they chose ash as the name in the anime and gary as the name of the rival
5: right yes i chose a different name for my rival but
1: i, be- I believe the japanese versions the two of the name options are either shigeru or satoshi are two of the options uh, but anyway um like i still like have a nostalgia as well for like prof oak just sort of introducing the world of pokemon to you and his little sprite and this is i
2: think the only time in the game you see the sprite the big sprite of prof oak right and i think uh you can kind of tell in the sort of opening cinematic it's it's supposed to be conveyed that you're he's like waking you up like you fell asleep in his lab and he's like Waking you up.
5: <laughs> Do, you of, are you a boy or girl? Wake up. It
1: almost, yeah. honestly, yeah. to me, it um, it really feels like he, you're, he's almost like speaking to you in a dream to Dream-like. wake you up. Yes. Yeah, because you wake up in your room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whoa. And there's no, also notably, like, no gender choosing in Yes, Pokemon, just a boy. Red, blue, and yellow. Um, so there's no... Uh, yeah, he's
3: like, what's up, boy? Wait a minute. Are yeah. we not going to say which versions we're playing? Let's. I mean, I guess we can do it. Nick, what are you playing? Having played rel- red, and yellow extensively, I am choosing blue.
1: Nice. I'm a. I'm a blue boy as well. I recently got a cart at a at a Game Realms retro swap. So here's my little copy of blue that I'm playing
2: on the pocket. So cool, cool, cool. Um, July. I'm uh, doing Pokemon. Let's go, Eevee. And I, th- I think you're also playing a Game Boy version. Which And one I'm playing ones? blue as well. I'm playing both of them at the same time. Oh my gosh, we got three blue boys. Uh,
0: Jeremy? Yellow for me. I've played both uh, red and blue extensively up until this point, so I really wanted to at least try something that I hadn't seen cool. before. Um, yeah. I love it. McCaller. Uh, I
4: might as well be doing a track with Method Man. I'm such a red man.
3: Ooh. High. Cool. <laughs> good. Yeah. I love and it. I was just thinking I think if we had just blue and yellow, I don't think we could get all the pokemon.
1: We no. you
2: can't.
5: It's there specifically are still ex- a few that, no. exclusives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and then Tylor. Um I of course have played blue and yellow and Let's Go Eevee. Uh so I'm playing red. Ooh. And also <laughs> uh oh. Fire Red. I have. Oh! M- I have. Simultaneously? M- I have mimicked the exact. I've mimicked everything on both, which is why I said, are you a boy or girl? Because Ooh. in Fire Red, they do make you choose. Oh, that's oh. a freaking right. ditto.
0: <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mime over there. Yeah.
2: Mr. Ditto.
1: Uh that's that's fantastic. Um, so I I mean, I guess other takeaways here from this game is things I always remember uh is, at the beginning is that there's there's a potion in your PC. I don't know how I learned it, yeah. but at some point I learned it. So now I always beeline for my PC. I get mm. that potion because it can come in handy in that first battle. And I love that you got a little Super Nintendo set up in your room. Mm-hmm.
5: Tyler, what's in the room in fire red and leaf green do you know what I forget that there's an in- uh I didn't look what oh what I should hell? Look.
0: turn it on right now well I, my That's save my is game. a little
5: farther it's it's I'm I'm up I don't want to say where I'm at I am right now
0: if we're being also for being very thorough about this please, uh please. uh we did forget that before any of this you can select uh new game or options and uh in options you may want to turn that tech speed up uh fast i want to. i put slow okay well
1: good luck (laughs) jeremy you bring up something important that's great you can also you do have the option to set your battles to set where like you don't have the option to change your pokemon they won't tell you like trainer's about to use an ekans would you like to switch pokemon so if you want an extra difficulty spike, you could do that. But, guys, mm. I sped past even a more important thing is that they ask you what you want to name yourselves. We I got to know. Uh, I'll start with mine. I just went with my usual name, which this is the first game where I came up with my username, Cons. So I'm Ooh, just Cons. Wow.
3: Um,
1: is that because uh, there
4: are not enough letters for Connor?
1: You can actually select up to, like, six letters, I think, mm. or, or more than that. But I did do that in older games. That's why I used cons before. Um, so I chose cons, and then you get to select the name of your rival, Oak's grandson, that he always forgets. And, uh, folks, I've o- often done stuff like uh, – like I remember growing up, I would choose a kid's name in class I didn't like or who was mean. Um, I won't say their name now. Uh, but then I would also later in life choose like butt or ass or fart. Um, but now, guys – I figured um, I'm just going to stand up for the world, and I named my rival fascism.
0: Wow. Hmm. That's so... Aren't I so honorable for that? Yeah, <laughs> and if it, there was enough letters for fascism? It There's enough
1: letters for fascism. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Jeremy, how about you? What's your name? What'd you name your rival?
0: Well, you know, yellow is a particular thing. It's a particular beast. Yeah. So, you know, canonically, I kind of wanted to just, like, you know, kind of fit in with what's going on with the story beats of that. So I'm Ash and Gary.
1: Ooh, I love it. Canonical.
0: Yeah.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Um Nick. Uh quick update. The video game console in generation three fire ed is the original NES.
5: Yeah. I was about to say. Oh no way. What? Yeah. Why? Why would it
4: go backwards when they moved forward in the updating? It should have been a GameCube.
5: Okay. Uh, uh, Okay, Mr. No Pokemon.
0: (laughs) Is it is it a is it a
5: GameCube ever, I wonder? Maybe in like uh maybe
1: Ruby and Sapphire.
3: That sounds Mm. right. Mm. So Mm. I used to name my character Nick, or sometimes Nicky C, or sometimes (laughs) um I used to go by Kick stanza for a while. Yeah. Um, Uh although I had to do KN because that was too many characters. Um But uh, this time, I wanted to take the game really seriously, so I named my character Daddy, and (laughs) I named my rival Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, uh, July, how about you? Uh,
2: My character's name is Stuber, and my rival's uh, name is Cancel Culture. July, you and I are, are like...
1: Like, like, sort of diametric opposites, almost, or but yeah. we're kind of similar in a way.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, I love that, um, Tyler. Um, yes, uh, I am, of course, Tyler, named after my Final Fantasy 14 character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, uh, yes. And my rival is, of course, Nick. Of Ooh. course, yeah. Of
3: course, yeah. Yep. Sounds about right.
5: Yeah, in both games too. Nick,
3: They're I mirrored. Forgot-
5: I
1: forgot what you named yours, your rival. Mommy. Mommy, your daddy and mommy. And then McCaller, (laughs) how about you?
4: Uh, I did a similar thing to Tyler, although I forgot my rival isn't on the podcast. My character's name is Mikey. My rival's name is Roxy.
5: That's
1: good. Oh, right, yeah. You hear that, Roxy, out there listening to this? Roxy
0: uh, just texted me. Apparently, she is playing along with the show. She named her uh, character Chris D'Elia, and she named <laughs> the rival his victims.
2: So, <laughs> oh, my uh, God.
0: That's so unlike Roxy. I but wish I guess she could, I, like, elaborate on the show. <laughs> why bad. she did that. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's kind of weird. It's um,
1: really weird. <laughs> the uh, The Outsiders, the movie, is playing on your TV at home. Uh, is it The
0: Outsiders? Or,
1: wait, wait, no, what is Stand it, By Me. St- thank you. It's, it's Stand, Stand By, Stand by they're Me. On the, yeah. on the railroad track. Yeah, The
0: Outsiders would be railroad. sick if they're like, then Tom Cruise is here with a switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was like, man, I had that movie way wrong. <laughs> yeah, in blue, it's Outsiders, in red,
2: it's
1: uh, Stand By Me. <laughs> um, and you talk to your mom, and it's it's been a joke for years, but how, like, there's one bedroom, and it's yours, and your mom just, like, lives in the living room. Yeah, she
0: <laughs> sleeps in the oven. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Poor mommy, um,
0: she
2: keeps saying like the oven is so hot.
1: Did, did anyone leave and try to go to the 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 lab first before going into the tall grass? Every that's time. what they try yes, to get every you time.
2: to do. Yeah, yeah, and and you go to Oak's talk lab, to the scientists.
1: You talk to the aides, and and no one's there. You can even go to your rival's house and his nice sister there, who's just an absolute sweetheart. She's so lovely. I love her honestly. Yeah. Probably had a crush on her growing up. Yeah. I um, mean, she's
3: no nurse Jenny. <laughs> in my head, in
0: my head canon, like uh, Ga- uh, Gary's parents went off to war and were both killed by, like, mm. I don't know, Charizards or something. And, <laughs> And like uh, that's why Gary's such an asshole, It's because he's being like raised by his like sister, and he's
3: you know. That's chip like on his a shoulder. fan theory. I love that theory. Actually, mm. is that like, really a fan theory? There's it's an a really extensive good theory. fan theory about mm. the history of Pokemon and that it does take place in the future after global war, and the world is like remained the same, but sort of, sort of I am Legend did a little bit where like mm. new creatures are sprouting up. They I talk. Uh,
1: I was going to say, they actually, there was a war and it is touched on by a character later in this game that we will all have to encounter. So there's a lot to that.
0: Yeah. I I was, I thought that could be a a good thing to meditate on really quick is like the idea of like the world of this. Like that, um, first of all, it's unusual in a myriad of ways. One of which is like children are sent off alone to go adventure alone. Yes. Ash is only seven years old, let's be honest.
3: Uh, hey, Tyler, did the old man in that video talk about this? <laughs> uh,
0: huh. I, I also like, I, the the Your world uncle? to me feels <laughs> a lot like um, Dragon Ball actually. Like, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, sure! Like uh, Dragon Ball, I think they took a lot well, from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Right. Yeah. Uh, the idea of Dragon Ball is basically like we're in the future, but it's also the past. Like all time periods have converged into this one. Times a flat circle. Yeah. And Pokemon very much feels that way because in a lot yeah. of ways it's very rustic, but on the other, in some ways there's like technology that's advanced quite a bit. So sure. Uh, and
5: there's dinosaurs and there's... there's
0: dinosaurs running around and yeah. um, Yeah. Very strange. Uh, oh, and then the other most unusual thing I guess we should mention is that the entire world of Pokemon revolves around you guessed it pokemon no one is allowed to have any other interests no one (laughs) likes anything else besides pokemon and everyone can only talk about pokemon
5: this bookshelf is full of pokemon books or books about pokemon (laughs)
0: right it's got that harry potter vibe where it's just like when are these people learning math yeah yeah Yeah. but at least in harry potter the muggles were out doing like business in england In this world there is no p- uh, anybody else. It is just like <laughs> mm-hmm. towns of four buildings and three people, and they and one yes. of them
4: is the Pokemon building. Yeah, the other right. buildings sell Pokemon
0: stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to think I used to think this would be like a like I a, um, I don't know a utopia, uh, for but now when I think about it, I'm like mm, I don't know something six going on here.
3: More like a zootopia. Probably. Mm,
1: A lot closer. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, there's so many like weird things that if you think about it, uh, will get even crazier just about this series, especially these first games, which are like a literal first try on the series. And Mm. it's so, it's just really fun to get into those fan theories as well. Um, Mm. but, uh, anyway, you either go to the, you know, you wander around eventually, if you wander into the tall grass, there that freaking professor shows up. Oak comes and gets ya and he tells you it's dangerous to wander into the tall grass. Um uh and then he brings you back to his lab. Uh where eventually he tells you like it's dangerous to go. He he want he's looking for someone to help him with his Pokemon research basically and he gives you the option to take one of 3 Pokemon.
3: He um, clearly likes you more than his freaking deadbeat nephew. It's yeah. really, it's
4: it honestly made me really yeah, upset. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he can't like even what remember. he does seem to hate this kid who's actually part of his family. And then is he a uncle to this He's kid or is he the
1: grandfather?
3: Grandpa. He didn't even remember his own name. Yeah. It's messed up. I it think, made yeah. me really
4: sad.
1: Like obviously it's so that you can name him but he You'd think if he did annoy him this much, he would very much remember exactly who he is and
3: stuff. But Mm -hmm. little fun fact: Nintendo at one point said if Professor Oak was in live action, they'd want him to be played by Robin Williams. Oh wow! yep that's. I think he'd probably do too much with it, but I'd like to see
1: (laughs) it. Probably, I mean, even the yeah. Even hmm. the anime Oak is like more eccentric than I remember having like watched a little bit of the series this week.
3: He wants to um, hook up with Ash's mom.
1: Dude, can't blame him at all.
0: And he um, kind of did hook up with Ash's mom in some stories I read online actually.
3: <laughs> hey, that's funny. He hooked up with her in some stories I wrote.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those stories were really scary. What would you do if you realized that you read a lot of erotic fiction from your that your friend wrote
3: on accident (laughs) (laughs) depends if it's about sonic or not it is um like
4: it uh so folks
1: uh i a couple things here is that you get to choose your your pokemon um, this is, like, a huge thing in the series. It sets up the rock, paper, scissors of it all um, because, you know, the whole thing revolves around catching Pokemon, battling yeah. them. There are type differences that allow you advantages, disadvantages, um, different battle mechanics uh, make themselves known. Um, but, I mean, I it was a hard time for me to, to make a choice this go-around. Yeah. I don't think i'm gonna end up using my spoiler alert my starter on my final team that i have because i've i've played this game so many times that i personally like to branch out and use different ones um but uh
2: i want to hear but that's your first bud you're gonna abandon the first guy little guy you know, i, I
0: i've know. never done that in every pokemon i've ever played i've never gotten like my starter stays with me to the end and, and usually yeah. just because it's so high level you know right he's doing yeah. more battles right he's yeah. got more battle yeah. experience yeah but that's interesting I, yeah. I think it's just
1: i think i've just been playing it for so long that i found so many yep. i just needed different ways to play it right you gotta um, get
0: that taurus in there you
1: mm-hmm. got which i did on my literal last playthrough i had a taurus
3: and it you gotta, gotta get ass. that original
1: jinx in there
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, sadly on, oh jinx
1: sadly on my last playthrough as well on my team
3: mm-hmm. uh we should watch the band episodes of pokemon
1: because <laughs> <laughs> oh, taurus sure. is
3: one. Oh, really one yeah because a guy a cowboy fires guns at ash in the episode it's in That's the fire so <laughs> zone dies <laughs> but anyway folks
1: let's get into i mean our three options here bulbasaur charmander and Squirtle, uh, the iconic starters. I mean, there's three of the most famous Pokemon to this day. Um, and I want to know who everyone went with and if there was any other takeaways they had, um, I, I, this playthrough started with Charmander. Um, but I will say Bulbasaur is my personal favorite Pokemon,
4: mm, okay. but I just,
1: you know, I wanted to switch it up. So oh, it yeah. Charmander. and I'll even tell you right now, we're going to go over this later. I named him lighter. Like he's my mm-hmm. little lighter that can set things on fire. Um, mm. Jeremy, you started with Pikachu because you try to choose Eevee and Gary doesn't let you.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, Again, you know, yellow, red, blue, we're all going to have a little different experiences as we go through these games. It's going to be very fun. Pikachu is given to you if you play Pokemon Yellow right away. Interestingly enough, you cannot catch another Pikachu in the direction of the game and you cannot evolve your Pikachu into a Raichu. So Raichu and any other Pikachus are off limits Mm -hmm. for me. Um... But yeah, good news though. All three starters are collectible in the yep.
3: game. Yeah, you they get them in that version. Deftly avoid the being able to choose problem. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, July, who would you end up
2: starting with? Uh, th- I went with this Pokemon because they had me at Squirt. I went Squirtle. Right. Gorgeous. Uh, Nick.
3: Here's the thing. When I was little. <laughs> this was an easy choice. When I had f- Red, it was Charmander. Charmander's the coolest. He's the other Pokemon that Ash is known for having, besides Pikachu, is uh is Charizard. So it used to be easy, but as these games progressed, I started to agonize over these decisions. And a lot of the times I would go with Bulbasaur because he's Pokemon number one mm-hmm. in the Pokedex. Mm. But this time, for my first playthrough of Blue... I'm going off the cover art. So I picked Squirtle and I Sick. almost named him Squirty, but then I decided not to. <laughs> uh,
1: this is, I was thinking about it too. This is essentially a class choice in an RPG up top. Uh, and, and, you know, it, class in this game is a lot different. You know, types are their own thing. But I just, it struck me this time that it is like a, you're choosing your RPG class up top. Yeah. Uh, and what, uh,
0: and to Nick's point, you're also choosing like easy, medium, or hard. You bit. are. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Um, Schnup, how about you? Who'd you go with? Uh, I never picked a Charmander before. Uh, so I picked a Charmander. Hey. Didn't nickname him anything because, like you, Connor, I will be dumping his ass.
3: <laughs> wow. Gorgeous. Um, I want to say, yeah. uh, just for the record, you had, had your on. time, but go on. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, yeah, you can go. <clears throat> um, Blastoise is actually the worst. Yeah. Statistically, yeah. Um, mm. and is it the only one with only one type because Charizard is fire and flying, and uh uh Venusaur is grass and poison.
1: That's right. Um, and McCaller, who'd you go with, pal?
3: You know, I had one of these things where I'm like, I, I
4: can't believe this is a choice that people make. Like it seems so obvious to me. There's a mm. a weird little plant creature there's a wet turtle
0: Turtle.
4: and then there's a dragon like it just feels like Yeah. What? why is this a choice so yeah I went Charmander he's my favorite he's cool and fire
1: knowing this makes me want to restart my game and go with Bulbasaur because there's no Mm. Bulbasaur representation I thought for sure someone would choose that but I don't think I'm going to do that Um, I was close
5: well see what Fire Red gives me haven't looked up if I can get him Uh, but I will be dumping Charmander's ass
0: i (laughs) i uh bulbasaur was my first pokemon choice for my first game same yeah
5: i used to that that was my first pokemon shirt was just uh pokemon and it just had a picture of bulbasaur heather gray
0: wow and connor i rank bulbasaur super high i have never actually like picked a favorite it might also be bulbasaur
1: Bulbasaur. I love it. I've got yeah. like a, a picture up here of me. Uh I, I'll show you guys I'll send you guys a picture. With Bulbasaur? It's literally an like art that was made of me as a as yeah. a gym
0: leader. Oh yeah. I've seen it. Oh yeah. McCullough. Like, I Gigi think draws. I, I, I agree with you yes. that like Charizard's also like a lot on a lot of marketing stuff for Pokemon. So he like looks very canonically like mm-hmm. canonical. But there's something about like being a longtime Pokemon fan where I really kind of I'm not like anti Pokemon that look like real world animals or like animals that we have in other fiction, but (laughs) I but dragons, ones that look like just dogs. I'm like I'm usually like no, I need something. Come on, (laughs) I need to get weird. Yeah, yeah, we need another draft on this dog here. Give him like uh you know like I'm not playing Nintendo. Give him bugs for teeth or something, and I'm in.
3: (laughs) On on that point, um. Something that's happened to the Pokemon franchise over time is it started to look worse. Um, There are like multiple video essays on YouTube about this. But in... uh, So it's even different between red and blue and yellow, where yellow, they all look a little more Mm anime-like. Just a little bit, but enough. Um, Pokemon used to be drawn with uh, sharper lines, and they've become rounded over time. So every generation looks a little cartoonier and a little kiddier and so I Mm. love these sprites from this these first games yeah
1: I want to even say a I love the sprites and the original artwork by Ken Sugimori are just so endearing to me and I love them so much I drew them so much as a kid uh and even looking back at like the sprites in green was like a fun exercise because it's free it just looks so freaky compared to red and blue um, and then, of course, yellow is very much closer to the anime. um okay, folks, so we choose our Pokemon. our rival your rival always chooses um the Pokemon that's stronger that has a type advantage actually against yours. um, I don't really have anything to note here because you do an immediate battle, you beat him. My only thing of note is that in my battle beating uh squirtle, I got 69 experience points hey, I, that was nice what nice. yeah, anything to note in this in this battle out. Uh, I do have one thing, but I want to leave the, the it open for everyone else before we move.
0: Um I something kind of interesting in Pokemon Yellow for for folks who don't know, just um is that like so your your Gary has to pick an Eevee. That's the mm-hmm. only option he has. And depending on how you actually do in the battle with Gary, depends on how he evolves his Eevee. Yes. So if you lose the battle, he evolves it to a water type. And I guess what's happening there is like water is weak to Light or th- to thunder or whatever, so that it's like the game. It's like the game's like, oh, we need to knock down the difficulty <laughs> of this, so because Pikachu could just destroy that Vamporeon later. But if you win both times, he becomes an, uh, the electric type. And if you, I think if you win the battle and then lose or skip the next one, he goes fire. And it's just kind of a so interesting, it's better if you lose. It's better if you lose, um, but you don't get the experience. And early on, you kind of want mm. that experience, and it's an honestly, level up. I'm not afraid of having, like, I'll have a rock type by the time I fight him when he's a Jolteon or whatever. So It's not that
3: hard to lose or to win. Um, But uh, I've lost before. Oh, totally. I I just remembered that. Not this time. I don't know if I've ever lost in red, um, but I've lost in yellow and I've fought that Vaporeon. I'll, I'll tell you guys i knew about this i knew that if you lose it helps you in
4: that way and so that's oh. why i lost this time nice. i lost uh bad <laughs> and i yeah. didn't know that. i didn't know anything i was um, did there. you really lose like i the, did the, i did the... really lose yeah really funny i kind of didn't know what i was doing with
3: push buttons yeah but you're playing know. red right yeah what does he say when you lose? I don't remember. I, I feel like in like my head, they shit. just said nothing. They were all yeah. embarrassed for
4: me. And they were just like, well, move on. <laughs> and then I thought I was going to have to replay it. I thought if I I had to keep playing him until I won. But they were just like, all right, well, goodbye. Enjoy yeah. your adventure.
1: I think through the rest of the game, though, you do have to defeat him to move on. Um, but Jeremy did refer to the one optional battle that's coming up in the next episode um, against him that you can choose or not to choose to to go find. um it's off the beaten path uh folks uh the 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 one last thing I wanted to add for that before we wrap up is that Gary, if you beat him, your rival says something along the lines of uh I always always made me feel bad because he says I chose the wrong Pokemon. Yeah, uh, and it makes me feel like, oh no, his he is just like repeating the history of his family of being mean and bad and he's
0: hurt people hurt people, you know? Yeah, he's like the Dudley mm. Dursley or whatever of the Pokemon yes. universe. And that and that he's like, first of all, he bullies you he bullied me out of the Pokemon I wanted. And then he gets upset that he picks the wrong one and I'm just like hit the bricks, pal. You gotta
3: <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um well oh, folks- oh, and of course wait, wait a minute. One more additional Pokemon yellow thing. Please the whole bit with Pokemon yellow, the, I mean, the most exciting thing about it, which ages like milk kind of is that like Pikachu will jump out of the Pokeball and follow you around the entire game. Um, if you're playing Pokemon yellow, so he's always with you. Uh, he's like running behind you. You can turn around and and interact with him. That's actually how I think you up your like friendship with him or whatever. Mm. Um, and uh yeah, it's pretty cute for a while. The only thing that sucks, I think the thing that sucks the most about it is like when you're grinding out in some of these forests, you want to like hook around and make like trails and stuff. And every time you turn around to face Pikachu, your whole character just stops dead in his tracks. And then you have to like <laughs> click it again to for to get him. To, like he he like uh he it creates inertia or whatever. So um anyway is,
3: that's part of my complaints about the newer ones though. Why is that technology existed since Pokemon Yellow, and then it took so long for it to come back where a Pokemon's following you?
0: Yeah, and I will say that even though the Pokemon follows you in Scarlet and Violet, it kind of sucks. Like it doesn't like they go, they retreat to their Pokeball very fast. They don't follow you super closely. Um, it's I not, it's that. not a great mechanic. But, uh, but yeah, Pokemon Yellow is all about uh, Pikachu friendship. Yeah, you,
1: I think you, in fact, the way you do upgrade your relationship is by not letting Pikachu faint in battle, uh, by and by giving him items, I want to say, like potions and stuff that it likes it and it'll start to interact differently. Yeah, Um, give him money, it's very greedy. (laughs) Uh, well, hey, uh, folks, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, that's gonna do it for our first episode of the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games.
4: Wow.
1: Mm. Um, Well, let's go ahead and wrap up here really quick. We will be back next week where we go through uh, Viridian uh, City and through Viridian Forest. We won't be talking about Pewter City in the next uh, episode, um, but we'll get through all of that. Um, July Diaz, thank you for being here. What do you want to plug on your way out?
2: Nothing at all. Thanks for having me. Are you sure? Not a single thing? (laughs) Nope. Wow, you've changed. Uh, Jeremy Schmidt. Oh, just to, thank you for to, subs- just trying to move this along. Thank you for subscribing
0: along. to the Patreon. We love you. We couldn't do it without you. Um, this is su- super exciting. It's like, it's finally here, guys. I can't believe it. We talked about it for so long. A lot of tears were shed. A lot of blood was shed. And and now we're blood, sitting blood. here uh, talking, talking Mon, baby. Uh, it's exciting times. Uh, Nick Stanza, uh,
3: when you read the sign in Pallet Town, It says shades of your journey await. And so too shall we journey forth into the Pokemon games club. I want to thank all of you for being here and I want to promote the roast of Mario, the video games and comedy (laughs) show episode. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank
5: you, Nick. Uh, Tyler schnup. Schnup 69 Instagram and Twitter. I could do all the plugs now, Nick. Uh, (laughs) Reactivators. uh, The show I do with Nick. Uh, Bonk Boys, the show Nick and I do on the Patreon only. That's it. Hiller. And then Michael McCaller.
4: Yeah, listen to Reactivators, the show Tyler does with Nick, and uh, Bonk Boys, the Patreon show.
1: Wow. And you can find me. Here Am at- I the asshole
4: now? <laughs> Sadly, it's turned like
1: that. Uh, you can find me Connor McCabe on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool69, where I'm gonna be playing a ton of Pokemon Stadium the next couple months and probably getting really dejected by how hard that game is. So come follow me there. Uh and thank you again so much to all of our DJ Toads who supported us to make this uh Pokemon Games Club happen. Um and if you're listening again in the future, come find us wherever we are at Super NPC Radio and social platforms, find our podcasts at the super npcs super npc games club and listen to my show call me by your game wherever you get your podcasts that'll do it for the first episode of the pokemon red blue and yellow games club we will see you on the next one